views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Healing House Radio. My name is Claire Candy Hoff. Through my business, Angel Healing House, which can be found at angelhealinghouse.com. I'm a writer and an author, an international radio host, a Reiki master teacher, and an angel practitioner. My inspirational books entitled Angels of Faith and One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, and my autobiography, I am an angelic walk-in, are based on my recollections of our life in spirit, and they help us to remember our divine, eternal natures. Through Angel Healing House, I help people to let go of sadness, anger, bitterness, resentment, and regret that has kept them locked in the prison of the past, and I help them to let go of worry, stress, and control, which has kept them focused on an imagined future. And once they are no longer living in the past or the future, they can start to live in the present moment, which is the only place that they can experience synchronicities, miracles, and magic. As an angel practitioner, I help people to see their lives from a higher perspective with the help of an extraordinary group of angels who call themselves the Posse of Angels. Just like my angelic family, the Posse of Angels, I'm very excited to take some of your calls for that free angel advice. You can call into the show on 1-800-930-2819. But before we get to those callers, welcome everyone once again to Angel Healing House Radio. You know, as we've entered into this brand new year of 2019, I've heard from many people that say that they have felt an urge to take their spiritual knowledge and share it with the rest of the world. Now, this could be either through creating a business like coaching or establishing a healing practice or providing a service in which they utilize their psychic gifts, bringing forth messages from spirit, things like past life regression or medium services. Yet in many cases, they have great trepidation and they're fearful of the consequences that they may experience as they do not want to seem weird or odd or woo-woo or too new agey with quite a number of people saying, and expressing that they simply did not want to fail. Now, their their responses along with the conversation I had with a client and a dear friend who was in very deep despair prompted the Posse of Angels, this is my wonderful angelic family, to entitle today's show, 
you cannot fail. Now, this friend of mine, let's talk about him. He is a brilliant speaker. He is a wonderful writer. And in his international workshops, he helps people to transform their lives through the power of love. Yet because he doesn't choose to have, in quotes, a normal job or a nine-to-five conventional career, he has incurred judgment, especially from his family, and has been called crazy to waste his time helping others. What prompted our conversation was that his parents phoned him and told him in no uncertain terms that he was a failure. Now, the first thing the posse of angels did when they heard this word failure was to laugh. And I've often said on my programs that the posse of angels don't laugh at us. They laugh with us because they explained if we really knew how limitless, how multidimensional we truly are, we would realize that we are made and we are created by the hand of God to be magical alchemists who can create our own worlds. Now I asked this friend if he agreed with his parents and if he thought what he was doing was truly a waste of time. He said that while following his heart's longing to be a presenter had been especially financially difficult for himself and his daughter as he is a single dad, it was being a motivational speaker made him feel alive, full of passion and enthusiasm every time he spoke. He described that many times he would not prepare anything when he was scheduled to speak. And yet when he stood up, he felt that God was speaking through him as he easily brought forth the perfect words. And his, his uh, talks were even sprinkled with comedic moments and jokes. I asked him what some of the responses had been over the years of his sharing his motivation and inspiration. He said that people were so affected during his presentations that many were brought to tears and they had heart openings as they reconnected to the beauty and light within themselves. He went on to say that many in the audience could see for the first time that the story that they had been choosing to tell themselves simply was not true and that it was merely an illusion. They consciously decided to see how powerful they were and what they could allow themselves to change the sad story that they had perpetuated and written and decided to write a new story full of forgiveness and love and acceptance for themselves and for others. You know, I then asked this lovely friend of mine if the results of his passion and his gift and talents as a presenter, if they sounded as if he was a failure. He smiled and said that he was certainly not a failure and he could clearly see that the path that he chooses to follow brings him unbridled joy. He laughed as he added, to even consider doing anything else would be dishonoring to who he is. Now, so where did his parents get the concept that this inspirational friend of mine had failed? Well, you know, the concept of failure, like many things, 
is not real. It's just a matter of opinion and perception. You know, for failure is dependent on some sort of benchmark of achievement and success that others deem is right for our lives. If his parents are judging their son and if they're calling him a failure because let's say he's not making a certain salary, he's not driving a certain kind of car, not wearing designer clothes, not owning his own home, and really not following a nine to five status quo, then through their eyes and by their yardstick, well, he definitely has failed. There are decades of past generations that have been brainwashed to believe things that were part of an old energy paradigm on this planet. You know, things like life was meant to be hard. Life was meant to be a struggle. It was never meant to be easy. This way of thinking saw many people too afraid to explore and pursue a passion of theirs stopping themselves from developing a creative idea or thinking that they were crazy to think about starting their own business as it wasn't seen to be secure. And let's look back over the last 10, 20, 30 years that those jobs that people thought were secure went out the window. Now, going along to follow the opinion of others saw many people doing the most menial of jobs, which were soul-destroying. After a while, the accumulated energies of discontentment within these people just doing a job to get along were so toxic that in order to function on a daily basis, people chose to hide and escape by medicating and masking their overwhelming sadness with things like high levels of alcohol, drugs, over-consumerism, um, involvement in empty relationships, all of these things momentarily distracting themselves from their inward misery and despair. You know, I remember quite clearly after I had my angelic walk-in experience on January 11th of 2003, which by the way, I write about in my book, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, the autobiography of Angel Ariel, who is me. Um, I remember quite clearly that I felt a ferocious urge within me to study my two degrees in Reiki, one in the Asui traditional method and the other in the Seshem Sekem. And I, when I received my mastership and teaching degrees, the very next day I got a business license and I created my angel healing house. And that was in 2003. I excitedly then told my family that I had sold my coffee shop that I owned and that I was passionately embarking on being a Reiki energy healing practitioner. Now, one of my relatives who was listening to me started acting like a dog, cocking its head from side to side as if she was not understanding my words. How could I sell my, my business? How could I then go into being a Reiki, a Reiki practitioner? Now, after I enthusiastically, enthusiastically explained my new profession, this relative said, I know what you should do. You should wear really short skirts and really low blouses and sell real estate to men. 
With your looks, you will make a fortune. Well, talk about a disconnect in energies. The Posse of Angels is saying, everyone, please listen. You cannot fail. Let's say that again for emphasis. You cannot fail. They want to make it very clear that in order to fail, you have to have something to fail at. And they are assuring us that there is nothing to fail at, especially if, we, especially if we're following the voice of God within our hearts and our intuitions, screaming at us loud and clear to take inspired action. They are reminding us that when we wrote our contract with the Etheric Council in our book of life, before we incarnated, uh, we wrote what lessons we wanted to be presented with in this human incarnation. And each one of our contracts provided a guideline for us to use our free will and decide which decisions that we would make. When you would make your decisions along your journey of life, you would never have them marked as a pass or fail, a good or bad, or a right or a wrong. They were only choices that brought about consequences as all choices inevitably do. And when each one of us arrives across the veil, in non-physical form, when we cross over and we have our life's review, there is no judgment. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Niente. There is no judgment. Only on our planet do others feel fit to judge us as to what we should be doing, what we have to do or ought to be doing. Now, the posse of angels is drawing your attention to the word doing. And they wish to remind us that the reason that we cannot fail is that we're not here to produce or do anything. The act of doing and producing is the old paradigm way of existing on the planet. And when we were at a lower dimensional vibrational frequency during the Piscean age of reason and logic, this was before 2012, we only had the capacity to connect with our analytical, limited, linear, rational mind. Once we open up to being unlimited potential and not held solely by our thinking physical brain, we begin to raise our energetic frequencies, our consciousness expands, and we're able to access a higher enlightened awareness by allowing ourselves to just be. For it's in this state of being that we connect with our hearts, we feel abundant and motivated to take creative inspired action as we open up to what gives our divine, eternal nature's joy. You know, everyone, it's through our hearts, not our minds, that we connect with the creative force of God working through us and sparking joy and passion towards something that we deeply feel inside. And whether that manifests as feeling an overwhelming passion and an urge to write, to sing, to dance, perhaps to be a spiritual teacher or perhaps to be an inspirational speaker like my dear friend 
who was told that he was a failure, it is through these heart-driven desires that will fuel our abundance within and bring forth very new energies, thus creating a new age on our beloved planet. The more people that feel alive, we will have a more alive planet. You know, when I was giving a Reiki session uh, to a client, I sensed a great deal of tension in their body. Sally, now this is not her real name, Sally was a lady who had a beautiful home. She had a loving family and a very comfortable lifestyle. When I asked her what she was worried about, she said she had a very difficult time articulating what was worrying her. And she finally said that she felt an obligation to schedule many different family events and parties throughout the year that she just had to do. She said that she should be doing more and that because of her ill health, her ill health, she felt as if she was failing. The sheer exhaustion and the heavy burden of self-imposed obligation that she was feeling was truly affecting her health. I asked her, when was the last time that she just sat and just allowed herself to be? She was quick to tell me that she meditated regularly for an hour every day. I said, that's great. But then you're worrying and stressing and pushing yourself to fulfill these chosen duties for the remaining 23 hours. I then asked her, what would happen if she decided to take a break from scheduling obligations and attended to her well-being instead by taking time out to heal and rest and make her health a priority. Well, after a long silence, she said, I can't do that. I've always been the one to arrange these things for the family. If I don't do it, nobody will do it and I will fail. I told her that by scaling back the social scheduling of her family, that she would not only be valuing her health, but she would be providing room for another person to step in and for them to do the arranging. The real reason for her reluctance to let go of her overwhelming scheduled duties came to light in our session. Having decided to give up her work and retire her social scheduling duties was making her feel valued. And it was giving her a sense of identity and self-worth. She shared with me that when she was growing up, she was told time and time again that she was a failure and that she, and she did not want to fail again and let the family down. Well, further into our session, it was revealed that she created so many of these family events because she was afraid to acknowledge her gifts and talents as a psychic and a medium because of what her family would say. If she was always busy, she simply would not have the time to create a business and offer her professional services together and to other people. Again, the posse of angels is reminding us that to experience failure, we must have a benchmark for so-called achievement firmly in place for us to be measured against the self-imposed yardstick of others. Now, in this way, we can choose to affirm that we are unique. We're 
a physical reflection of God's grace. And we know that neither did we incarnate to measure up, to compete, to compromise, or settle for less than we so richly deserve. We incarnated to be our glorious selves and lovingly shine our gifts and talents and our abilities out to the world, no matter what they are, and to realize that we cannot fail, ever. So if you have had an urge to share your creative passions or spiritual knowledge with others, Ask the angels to send you signs and messages in order to make this a reality. And then stay in the present moment in order to observe the signs and the messages that the angels send you as to what would be best and which ways would be best in order for you to step forward. Now, please do remember if you're presented with an opportunity to share your light with the planet, these are your gifts and your talents and your ability with others, that you have all the skills and you certainly have all the abilities you need in order to step forward and just do it. In fact, each of us has an integral puzzle piece of the planet to bring forth. And when we're doing it, we lose all track of time. We we would probably do this anyway, uh, even if we were not paid for it. Uh, But we feel so abundant inside that because of the laws of attraction, then we draw the connections and the opportunities of abundance to ourselves for us to keep on doing what we love doing but this will not happen unless you write the book unless you uh, start that business unless you honor your gifts and talents and put it out in the world because the universe cannot support you until you support yourself you've been listening to me Claire Candy Hoff on Angel Healing House Radio. We are going to take a short break. And when we come back, we will be taking some of those calls for free angel readings. You can always call into the show on 1-800-930-2819. We will see you after this quick break. the remarkable books at angelhealinghouse.com author claire candy hoff has channeled rare books of inspiration and insight angels of faith is an inspiring story of healing comfort and hope that reminds us that death is not to be feared but embraced with joy one true home behind the veil of forgetfulness takes readers on a roller coaster ride through angel ariel's five most important lives on earth as well as her experiences in the afterlife and helps us remember our own journey across the veil and claire candy's autobiography i am an angelic walking which details the 2003 soul exchange that took place when claire candy walked out of her body and angel ariel walked in 
creating heaven on earth for herself and others. To find out more about these wonderful books, visit angelhealinghouse.com today. Yep, got that, thank you. Take your own journey with the angels with Claire Candy Huff's Heaven Sent Guided Angel Meditation CD. Letting go of concerns and living in the now. This beautiful CD walks listeners through practical exercises to help free them from the burdens, worries, and concerns of daily life. Walking a quarter of the way across the bridge, you see a bright emerald green light and sense a loving presence. This is Archangel Raphael's green healing energies, nourishing and revitalizing you. Take a moment now to bathe in this green healing light. Giving you much more than just relaxation and stress release, this wonderfully narrated CD provides vivid visualization, soothing and inspiring music, and an angel's choir that will bring you peace, clarity, and a newfound awareness. Visit angelhealinghouse.com today. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716, or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Hello, everyone. You're back with me, Claire. Candy Hoff on Angel Healing House Radio. I hope everyone's had a wonderful start to 2019 and and a great uh, a great start to this new week. I'd like to remind everyone that um, if you've had an urge, as we were speaking about in the channel today, of you cannot fail, all giving us inspiration and motivation to step forth and shine our beautiful light on the planet. If you've had an urge to step forward and share your creative passions, abilities, gifts, and talents, or your spiritual knowledge with others, please, again, ask the angels for signs. And it's a great time to be able to action something because all major planets in our solar system are traveling direct. You've heard it after last year where Mars went retrograde and then we had Neptune going retrograde and then we had um, Venus. Oh, that just tore people apart when Venus was retrograde because they had such difficulty with relationships and then Mercury went retrograde. But now we have all the planets traveling direct. This will change though on March 4th or 5th when Mercury goes retrograde. But in the meantime, this means that we are in a rare portal of opportunity, of possibility that we are capable of creating and manifesting whatever we choose to focus on. Remember, that this time is a magical gift. So use this powerful cosmic time to set transformative intentions. Start new projects. 
break habits, make life-changing decisions, take inspired action to the fulfillment of your dreams, and begin anew. Several weeks ago, I did a radio program on starting afresh, starting anew in 2019. I did another program, Daring Yourself, and how you can make 2019. All of my shows are archived on the trans, on my host page on Transformation Talk Radio. We are definitely in an amazing time of luck and fortune, peace and harmony and alignment, no matter what you see in the media, and a time when your wishes can come true. But they won't come true unless you dream big and then dream bigger for the universe is supporting you and the universe desires what you desire and focus your attention on in your heart. Let's go to our callers. Do remember that if you want to call in for a free angel reading with myself and my wonderful angelic family, you can always call in on 1-800-930-2819. Let's take our first caller, Michael Grant, you're on the line from Ohio. You're on the line with Claire Candy Huff. How are you today, Michael? Good. How are you, Candy? It's nice to hear your voice. Uh, nice to speak with um, you. How yeah. So, um, Candy, I first want to say when you talked about um, failures in your um, radio program just now, you know, I realized, you know, this is good for all listeners to hear that, you know, no lifetime is a failure, even the ones that you don't accomplish as much in your soul contract as you would like, or the ones that end badly due to poor choices. It could be anything, because you're always learning and accelerating your spiritual growth. So there's no failure to it. It's not possible to fail because you're always learning. Correct. So I just wanted to point that out, that, you know, it's something that it's interesting for people to, you know, just kind of take in. So um, I want to talk about the thing, a thing called the Saturn return today, very uh -huh. briefly. I entered my Saturn return in January 2019, this month, and it extends all the way through October of this year in 2019. And I definitely right. believe that I'm at a major crossroads in my life. Uh -huh. And um, is it okay if I go on or do you have something to Say about it. Oh, I was I was just going to um, uh, say for those don't who don't know what a Saturn return is, it occurs when uh, the planet Saturn returns to the same place in the sky that it occupied at the moment of the person's birth, the same sign, the same house, the same degree. Um, it's it's in that natal position. Many, how, however, do not realize that we have three major. Saturn returns. Uh, the first one is our ages 27 to 31. The second one is ages 50, uh, around, around mid 50s to 60. And the third one is our ages 84 to about 90. Uh, these are particular rites of passage that we go through and they're very important to us. So you're saying that, uh, that you have- The major transitional time periods in one's life. Yes, so, exactly. Um, yes. And I'm, 20, I'm 29 years old right now, so I'm definitely in my, uh, the beginning of my um, first Saturn return. Right. Um, I haven't been in my second or third. I'm in my first right now. And like I said, I definitely feel at a major crossroads. And it's interesting to make this short and sweet with this is that 
I have struggled with, you know, emotional pain and depression for many years of my life due to not feeling like I can connect with others on any level, even when I try to get involved in things, whether it's, you know, you know, um, extracurriculars in college, church, or any, anything of that nature. And it's just, I've always felt disconnected. And I do have, I will share with my, um, you know, the other listeners, I do have mild autism, but, you know, I always feel that, you know, I talked to a, a past life regression therapist a while ago, and she believed that I was learning a karmic lesson, which is why I've felt a stronger sense of disconnection. And I've had a prior suicide attempt a few years ago in 2014. I'm okay with sharing that with people. And I've been mm-hmm. in, and in and out of psychiatric rehab a number of times. And, you know, right now I'm hanging in there, I'll just say. But, it, you know, it's been tough the last several years. And I know that it's been tough for a lot of people um, in this decade, in the 2010s, because even though there's definitely good things in this decade, it's been a tough decade for a lot of people. When you hear about a lot of the older baby boomers passing away or their parents passing off or, you know, these horrible mass shootings that have been going on throughout every year of the decade and, you know, the war in Afghanistan and Iraq and then other things going around the world with the shift in humanity evolving. But mm-hmm. it's been a tough decade for a lot of people, and that might go with, you know, what's going on in, you know, the astrological charts of things and, you know, we're in the winter season of history. I, I'm not going to go any further than that, but everybody kind of gets the feel for it. And, you know, right. I'm wondering, you know, my question for the Posse of Angels to bring this in is, you know, it's kind of centering around when you're at major transitional points in one's life, especially during a Saturn return. Is it common that people have exit points set up there? Like, I don't know if they're going to be willing to share this with me because they may not think it's for my own good, but I am perfectly okay with knowing the honesty of it, so I don't feel mm-hmm. it's going to impact me one way or the other. But... I wonder if I'm even close to an exit point, um, because I know there's a few that are set up in a life chart or a soul contract, I believe. Yes. How does that work? Or, or the, what do you, what, what's your intuitive feel on that? Well, I, I do speak about uh, exit points in my book, One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness. And the Posse of Angels are saying that uh, Saturn returns are not particularly not particularly centered on those exit points because they're centered on those those life changing moments of ours um, in which, uh, you know, we think, what are we supposed to be doing? Uh, Looking back at our lives, um, you know, looking at our decisions. By the time we reach that Saturn uh, return, we've built some sort of a life. And if we didn't, if we don't like what life we've built, then Saturn then is the builder and Saturn helps us to rebuild that life. Now, the Posse of Angels want you to know, Michael, that no, please don't take it personally, that every person that is conscious on the planet who has come back to consciously hold light has gone through uh, some, um, uh, some part either less than or greater than than what you have experienced we all have said where is my tribe why do i feel alone i just want to go back home but we it is written into our dna that we came back to hold this light so the posse of angels one thing i have to to say with the the posse of angels with this is this goes back to what you said in your book um and went through home or the i'm angelic walk-in and it's an important question before I let you do the, the, the cards thing. 
the important question for the Posse of Angels, um, Andy, is can the soul choose to leave the lifetime at any time that it feels that you've either accomplished everything or that things aren't working out? Or can the no. soul only leave at exit points? They only can leave at exit points, and then this is an unconscious thing. You cannot consciously say, I want to jump ship. Okay? Okay. This is how, so how it works is that the only two ways that people can pass away from a lifetime is either if they make a poor choice in suicide or if they're at an exit point. But the soul can't just choose any time to leave. It has to be at an exit point, or the only other way is if they suicide. Is that correct? That's correct. And um, I and and suicide is obviously a terrible thing, but that's one of the that's that's it's either that. That's because we that's that yes, absolutely, and that's because we have free will. Uh, That's been that's been uh, you know that's been gifted to us in our in with our free will. So it's um, so if if a person understands spiritual law, um, then they are, then they have all the wherewithal to then create a different reality, to create a different life. Uh, that is, well, why uh, is it that some people do go into drugs and they do it uh, so many times. And then one time after getting out of rehab, they can't, they, they die from it. Is that the soul choosing to leave or is that because that was an excellent point? That is, uh, it, it, it's an, I can't answer that and the Posse of Angels won't answer that because it's an individualized okay. question. But we do need to get go on to the next caller, Michael. So okay. Um, okay. I appreciate your call and thank you so much for bringing up this uh, very important topic. Okay, thank you very much, Andy. Thank Bye. you. Take care. Bye-bye. Let's go to our next caller. We have Perry in New York. Perry, you're on the line with Claire Candy Hoff. How are you today? Hello? Hello? Hello, Perry, are you there? Yes. Nice to speak with you. Hello? Oh, yes. Hello, yes, I'm on. This is Perry. Um, yes, I didn't know I was on the radio. Um, I have a question. Um, I'd like to connect with my dad who passed away in um, October 2017. I haven't connected with him since, but my daughter has, and I haven't until yet, until today, if I can. Okay. Okay. What, what in relation, what question do you have for him? Uh, in what regard do you want to, uh, connect with him? Okay. Um, I want to know if what I did when he was sick at the very end was, uh, the best I could do. But the most important question I have is I'm not talking to my siblings since, and they are taking care of my mother who has advanced Alzheimer's. And mm-hmm. I want to know if what I'm doing, staying away from them, is the best thing or not. Okay. First of all, uh, your father uh, is uh, either speaking to me directly or he's speaking to me through the posse of angels. And I'm just getting shivers all over. He wants you to know that anything done in love was uh, was the best that you could possibly do. Do. He said he's saying, Dear Perry, please do not feel guilty or like you didn't do enough. Everything was done to the exact 
thing that it was supposed to be done and you could not have done any more for him. So it was his time to pass. Um, he's also saying, uh, or through the posse of angels, that your, uh, your siblings, their actions have nothing to do with you. Doesn't matter what you've done. Doesn't matter what anybody does because you can't control anybody else. And it is best, your intuition, please follow it, is saying to please stay away uh, because uh, certainly, again, you can't control anyone else. Um, if, if you are not there uh, when your mom passes, uh, this, um, it, it, it doesn't mean that you don't love her. It doesn't mean... It doesn't mean that uh, that you can't still connect with her. And as a matter of fact, the positive angels are saying, do you speak with your mom, uh, not not uh, physically speak to her mom, but do you quiet yourself in, in quiet, reflective time and speak to your mom through your telepathy, through your uh, psychic awareness? Yes, I try to. I do sometimes. They want to know that everything that you're thinking in connection with your mom and every healing thought, every thought of love is actually getting through to her and is affecting her heart beautifully. So they want to know that your prayers and all of your thoughts are being received by your mother. And they're saying that by doing this, you're doing more for her then if you would be there and in conflict with your siblings because she would pick that up and that would affect yeah. the energies of her health. So, wow. so de dear Perry, you are doing a wonderful job. And what they want you to do is no matter what your siblings are doing or how they're acting, they truly want you to bless them. Because a lot of times people don't know what they're doing. They, they, they act out of anger, sadness, bitterness, resentment, regret. They act out of fear and insecurity. It's not yeah. anything that you've done. Please lift that off of your soul. Lift that off of your spirit and, and everything. And then that, that um, energy will um, directly and indirectly affect everything in your life. So you're yeah. doing, a, you're, Perry, you're doing a wonderful job. You really okay. are. You really uh, are. What I thought was the best thing to do because I would just make more trouble if I tried to go back. Yes, exactly. Involved. Yes, exactly. And And by being there, once again, you're... Uh, energies uh, in um, in regard to your siblings who don't want you there uh, would be one of irritation and agitation and conflict. And your mother, because she is so bound to you energetically, she would pick up those vibrational frequencies um, and, wow. that, and that would harm her health. So you can actually do more by sending her love and sending the siblings love and healing um, in your quiet time of reflection. Let's go to the cards and see what comes out. Um, but, you know, your dad, 
uh, is no different from anyone who crosses over. He, he is uh, saying through the posse of angels that he's happy now. He's not yeah. ill. He's not ill and he's not suffering, um, that he do, he's doing what he loves doing and that uh, he's certainly not dead. He just doesn't have a, he just doesn't have a physical body. Um, he's saying that uh, uh, he tries to speak to you in the car. Are you are you aware of this? There are some songs that there's some songs that you play when you're in your car. And he sits in the back seat and mm-hmm. he, he likes to drive with you. So, so he, he wants to you- listen to talk radio. So I don't know, maybe I should listen to music. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe he likes the talk radio. He's just, <laughs> he's just saying that there are so many distractions in your life that, that he often drives with you. Uh, so he can uh, he can get more of your attention, but certainly he is sending you, he is sending you signs, and for you to look out for those signs, whether it was songs you might have listened to or references to things when you were a little girl, um, he is trying to make contact with you. And if you are more vigilant, then you will definitely see the signs. Um, the first uh, card that is coming out for you is uh, the card of transformation. In some decks, this is the death card. Um, and this card is a card of endings and beginnings. In this regard, it's a new beginning for you not to worry and stress if your siblings um, uh, don't want you there. And also not to worry and stress that you didn't do enough for your dad. And yeah. this is going to lift, okay. a, lift a burden off your heart. And the next card is the card of the King of Wands. This is the fatherly card. And for you to know that your dad just absolutely loves you and is very proud of all that you did for him. And certainly the next card is the star card. Look up at the stars because the stars are the opening They often, a lot of people say they're the opening where our loved ones look down on us and, um, and they're shining their love down on us. So I hope that's been helpful for you, Perry. No, it has. Thank you so much. I always look up at the stars at night and wonder, you know, who's out there looking down and I talk and hopefully he's listening. I have a photograph in my kitchen. Every day I look at it and I talk to him. Oh, and he's so happy. He's, I cannot express to you how happy he is when you do this. And the more you, the more you invite him into your life, the more that he will be still a part of your life. So yeah. I'm going to have to go to my next caller. I hope you have a beautiful day, Perry. Take care. Bye-bye. Let's go to our next caller. We have Cindy. Cindy's in California. Cindy, you're in my neck of the woods Hi. in my state. Hi. Hi. It's so wonderful to talk to you. Hello. 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 Wonderful to talk to you as well. What's your question? Um, I'm starting a new energy healing business, and um, I just wanted to get the viewpoint of the Posse of Angels. I'm excited. I feel like I finally am doing my life purpose. You are. It's you said that you uh, you said it's an energy work business. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we oh. created this beautiful, I live in the mountains, and mm-hmm. this magical little place in Forest Falls, and um, I have a little healing hut, I call it, and I'm going to start a business where people can come. It's going to be called Healing Heart Sanctuary, where people who have lost the loved ones and they're grieving can come and and be just healed. Okay. And do it to make it happen. Oh, it's wonderful. Now they're saying, um, don't put your emphasis on clients. Don't put your emphasis on numbers of people. Put your emphasis on the creative things that you can do to um, to build what you've established. Um, okay, they're saying they're suggesting things like a meditation night in which you invite mm-hmm. uh, invite people. Uh, they're saying you can teach. Now there are different forms and uh, I know of energy. Uh, work. Um, uh, mine uh, that I studied is Reiki. And then to expand my business, I taught Reiki. Um, and then I, then my students had a meditation night and then it extended to their family and friends. And that what, then what started off as six people, then grew to 12 people, then grew to 20 people. Then I had 30 to 40 people in my home, hanging from the rafters, listening to my channel <laughs> meditations. They said, whatever you can do, start a blog, start a newsletter, uh, start your own radio program on blog talk radio, perhaps where you don't have to pay for a, uh, mm-hmm. for a radio program. They're saying whatever you can do creatively to tweak okay. and, and to expand what you're doing. They're saying the sky's the limit. Uh, I'm getting very excited now. They're saying, have you written the book? No, I knew they were going to ask that because I had a reading with you before and you said I was, that my book was already written in heaven. And so, okay. I, started so- it. I, started, I started the book and I got to really t- like, uh, to the part that was the toughest part of my entire life and I put it on pause. Yeah, because I was like, I didn't want to think about it, but I—it's just so funny. I like—I know they're going to remember that they said that. To me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, well, they're saying they're saying that you've got over that hump of that difficult period. Now it's the time to revisit the book again because this book is going to be your calling card for people to interview you and to uh, and to expand your business even more. I've only got about two minutes left, Cindy, but the first card. <laughs> Thank you that so much. The first card that comes out for you is the Page of Wands, and this is the message card. The more that you keep putting your message out there in different forms, the more the universe is going to be so excited about bringing abundantly, bringing back messages to you, how you can expand and how you can grow, and it brings back money. It brings back abundance. You've been asking for more money. They want you to creatively just keep tweaking and keep putting this out in the world. Um, uh, The next card for you is the Ten of Pentacles, which is another money card. But this is a happy family card. They're saying Mm -hmm. by by doing this, you're going to be creating your tribe and bringing that family, that like-minded family, and creating, like I did so many years ago, communities of light wherever I was in the world. Didn't matter what my financial situation was. Through my creative joy and passion, 
of awakening, helping people awaken to their divine eternal natures, I created those communities of light. And that, sweetheart, is what you're doing. The posse of angels yes, are saying... That's what I want to do. Thank you. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you for stepping up. Don't worrying if you're woo-woo. Don't worrying if you're new age. Just follow your <laughs> joy and just follow your joy and passion and everything will fall into place. So I hope that's been helpful for you. Yes. Thank you for being a blessing to me today. Have a wonderful day. Okay. Thank you, sweetheart. Take care. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that just about wraps the show up for today. Thank you so much to my callers. Thank you to everyone around the globe who's listening to Angel Healing House Radio. I get your emails. Uh, I don't always have time to answer all of them, but I so appreciate the feedback on how much this program, how much light, clarity, and direction it's given you. Remember that Angel Healing House Radio airs every week on Tuesdays. That's 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Transformation Talk Radio. And if you want more information on the books that were uh, brought up in uh, those calls, we have one, we have Angels of Faith based on my two near-death experiences and how we're divine and eternal. We certainly do not die. Then one true home behind the veil of forgetfulness. What the heck did I do in my uh, life across the veil in my one true home after I finished with my five most important lives um, because I grew the most spiritually on the earth plane and then its sequel, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, the autobiography of me, Angel Ariel. You can purchase all of these books on my website, www.angelhealinghouse.com or on Amazon. I'm an Angelic Walk-In is also an audiobook on audible.com. Remember everyone to go out and fashion an unbelievable life for yourself. Like always, I'm wishing you love and angel blessings. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Mm-hmm.